Yo, I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw. Lil' mama playing good defense. Two seconds on the clock, I'm gone, score. About to shoot, about to shoot, about to shoot my shot. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Kaepernick, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix. To my left, my co-host. Hey, niggas. Steph, don't start with me. Don't, 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 don't start with me today. <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> I'm okay. Hey, y'all. On, like, I guess when you go through it, it, like, details everything you go through. So it detailed, like, my porn that I've been looking at. And remember, like, two weeks ago, that porn I was talking about? <laughs> Listen, this is why I say whoever created the iOS had to have a cheating partner. <laughs> You're nasty. So, he's, like, looking at the porn. He's, like, whoa. He's, like, this. What you be doing in your free time? I was, like, well, yeah. <laughs> and he was, like. So, he, like, starts watching it while I'm, like, sitting there. Right. Then he, like, sends it to himself. And then he was, like, I mean, whenever you finna leave, like, I'm about to, I was, like, I'm thinking in the back of my head, like, but. I'm I'm here. <laughs> I, you I'm got here. for the porno. <laughs> <laughs> you got curved for the porn. No, it got like really weird after that. So, like, we're sitting there, and, and then I was like, I mean, I could, I could leave if you. He was like, No, I don't want you to leave. And I was like, But you. He was like, No, like, I don't want you to leave. So I was like, All right, like, I'm a little bit confused at this point, but okay. And so we're sitting there, and we we're like still watching movies, and he's like still watching porn while the it was like everything just went weird from there and i mean like he's holding on to my phone watching the porn off of there so i'm like okay and so then like i think maybe an hour after that he like he we were we were watching tv he fell asleep and like we had one of my favorite shows on so i was like engulfed in the show yeah and i was like oh let me go ahead and go because i'll sit here and like i have to work in the morning and i'll sit here and keep watching television if i don't get up and go so i go to leave and he's, like, he was asleep at this point. So, like, I wake him up, tell him bye, give him a kiss or whatever, and I'm leaving. Which is growth for you because you usually don't wake niggas up or well, tell them bye or kiss them. Well, well, this one told me if you ever just dip on me again, I swear to God, I'll never talk to you. Good for him. So. Good, good for him. I'm glad at least one of your niggas finally got a goddamn backbone. So I was just trying to be courteous and let him know I was leaving because he was asleep and my typical self would just like slide right off of that couch, roll over, put my shoes on and dip out of there. So whatever. Anyway, so I told him I'm leaving and then I made a joke. I was like, oh, you're about to get up and jack off anyways. And like it started like this conversation. He was like, well, I didn't know like it was on the table for you and I to have sex. And I'm like, what? Like, Have you had sex before? Yes. Oh. So I'm like, but then again, <laughs> but then again, you never want a guy to assume it just because you had sex before. Me, I but. said, well, to which I said, you can at least ask. Like, you know me. If it's not on the table, I'm straight up be like, well, I'm on my period, or I don't feel like it, or no, nah, I'm about to go home. Actually, I'm really what, like, what is what is the <laughs> what is the proper way to ask for sex with Koof? With like some a mod, you know, you can't ask me that because literally, I somebody could just be like, so we fucking, and I'll be like, yeah. Okay. Which, but I know that's so. Okay, me. so so for those who listen, please communicate with our social media. Is there a what is the proper way to ask? Is we fucking with like a modicum of coup for respect, so that a person being asked that doesn't feel like a piece a, of ass, a, a, like feel a certain type of way. Please communicate. I don't with like that. them filler words. Like I hate. Like some girls would be like, "It's my monthly." Like, no, I straight up tell them, "Like, I'm on my period. Like, I can't be bothered with you right now." So whatever. But that's me versus other people. And Which I is why fully... I'm asking other people because I need full, <laughs> I need well-rounded communication. Because if I just went off the shit you said, my entire viewpoint of a lot of things would be a lot different. Fully recognize that. Anyways, so that was Wednesday night. And I keep telling y'all I could get dates. I can't get no damn dick. I'm not kidding with you. Anyway, Saturday night, I went on my regular every week date, whatever. Do you, do you still talk to the white boy? 
That's my every week date. Leave a white boy alone. First of all, first of all, okay, I like talked to my therapist about that. No, I'm just not sexually attracted. There's a difference, and that is okay. I can like you, but not, like, necessarily. But I've also, I've had, like, a guy who I've, like, extendedly dated. Some would call him ex. Some wouldn't. It's easier to say an ex because we dated for four months. And at first, I was not sexually attracted to him. And then, like, as we grew to know each other. He won you over, so to speak? Yeah, just for the sex to be trash. So we ended up breaking up anyways. Look at God, deliverance. Continue with your story. Anyways, so I went on a date with. Shenanigans. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I went on a date with with white boy. And she, I actually, I really do have a good time with him. You're not gonna. But I do. I have a good time with him. I was like, to me, you're not gonna make this sound good to me, but I'm gonna let you cook. Whatever. I have a good time with him. Anyways, so he got me like not kind of drunk. The nigga got me drunk. And so white white people are good for that. They're really good for that. And I swear I only had three drinks except for two of those drinks. Well, no, I had three drinks and a shot of mezcal. What took me over was the freaking Bakersfield margaritas because those have two ounces of tequila in them, and then the mezcal as well. And by the time we I left there, I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then I was headed to Austin's house after that, so I had to go all the way to Westchester. Not a smart move, but continue. Uh, I met up with Tully. I was fine. And then what was funny is because I, like, called my crush crush on the way over there, and him and I were, like, having a conversation. So you left your white boy, called your crush crush in the car on the way to Tully, correct? No, on the way to Austin's. Oh, okay. Continue. Anyways. I was just trying to figure out how Austin says when I was on the phone with my crush crush. But it was funny because once we showed up to Austin's house, (laughs) somebody who was there also knows my crush crush. So it was funny. But her and I are like super cool now because then we hung out on Sunday too. And now she's invited to my birthday dinner. But my crush crush still isn't invited to my birthday dinner. You hustle backwards. Uh, Not really. If I wanted to be in a relationship, that would be hustling backers. I don't want to be in a relationship. The way I view all these guys is, yeah, I like you, but if you leave my life, like, I don't care. Maybe you move weird. And not not just as in, like, dating multiple people, because I, I don't think that's weird. But the way you do it is fucking insane <laughs> to me. And I'm not 100% sure I'm the only one who thinks that way. Probably not. But... Yeah, so that was your weekend. A bunch of shenanigans. Uh, yeah, and then Sunday, did bottomless mimosas, passed out. Definitely definitely caught you slumped, slumped and slumpy slumped. I was slumped. Then we did edibles. Then we kept drinking. And then, oh, I did get curved by a guy on, on Sunday, though. Damn. That makes y'all feel better. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'll make somebody listening feel better. Make somebody. Oh, uh, shit. I ain't see shit. I ain't really do much. Okay, so so all right, Wednesday. So Halloween night. Hey, whoever, listen, whoever decided that having an open bar on a Wednesday was a good idea. Where was that? Righteous room. For what? Halloween. Oh. Uh, I mean. Oh, I was watching y'all on the Insta of the Gram. On, on, on the Insta of the Gram, N- nigga, bro. I was. It was open bar. It was open bar. So, like, they had, it was free Captain, Crown, Tangeray, and I'm missing a couple liquors. But I didn't know that there was only certain liquors. I went up to one of my bartenders. Hey, can I get a Jamo and Ginger? She looked at me like, you don't want the open bar? I was like, nigga, yes. I'm, that's why I'm here. What is, like, what do I need to do to do that? And so, again, open bars. I take, I look at the challenge. How many drinks can I fit in this time period that this bar is open? And as a free 99 open bar? Poo child. So, then you go from the open bar at Righteous Room. Made my way to OTR Live for their little Halloween shenanigan. Um, I was, I don't want to tell y'all exactly how I woke up because I don't need everyone judging me. But I was... Alex put it. Alex put it. She was she was Sunday hungover on a th- on a Thursday. That's a p- pretty accurate <laughs> description. I fell asleep. I poured PD light into my cup because I knew like I'm gonna need this. Planned on drinking it before I went to sleep. 
woke up a couple pity I'm still right smack dab where I poured it. Trash. Super, super, super trash. Um, and then Friday, I mean I ran into you. I ain't really do much. I, I I didn't feel I didn't even drink Friday. I didn't feel like I only I went to you know, saw a couple people but and see how that new spot that they got Aladdin's looks at night. I didn't really drink much. Saturday I worked um supported supported a a play that they have on the streetcar actually they had a they have like a transit theater by the american legacy or legion uh theater company um they have like it's free so it's like plays on the streetcar talking about gentrification and kind of urban renewal that sort of thing so i went and saw that after i got done working and then ended up qcr because again qcr is right by my house um oh yeah i do remember what i was going to talk about so the Saturday day party that had Nipsey Hussle and LTR Live. You male groupies gotta be the most disappointing and shameful human beings on this fucking earth. So, again, get off the vote day party. Nipsey Hussle's scheduled to quote unquote host. So, those who are in the know understand that hosting, performing, and in concert mean three different things. Host mean they showing up the latest. Host, host mean they showing up. They they may get on the mic and say a couple words, and that's it. A, a live performance by means you may get two songs out of them. You get one to two songs out of them, and it's going to be the hits. And then concert means you actually get an actual set. So it says hosted by Nipsey Hussle. So we put the, oh, I thought he wasn't going to be there until the last hour. He, he wasn't. He, oh, he didn't show up until the last but hour? We put, the, we put the, over, the over under on him showing up at 8.15 and the party was scheduled to end at 9. Boy showed See, up at... I tried to tell one of my group's husband and they were like, no, because he had a... a he had a thing in Cleveland, Cleveland before. And, and he had something in Columbus after. Oh, he did? Yeah. See, I didn't know Columbus was on the, on the docket Yeah, too. Columbus got probably booked first because was, he probably got paid the most because it, it was like a walkthrough. Um... Did you walk through really me to walk through with them celebrities too? Did I get my check? Yes, I am on my way. Bye. Yeah. So, but like, we, we put the over under. Like me and the homies put the over under a fifteen when he was gonna show up. We knew he wasn't gonna show up anywhere be- before that. He showed up at like eight thirty five, right? Walked in, you know, walked into a section, and then I just saw this group of niggas, not even women, niggas, just run over. To where his section was, and pull out their phones, and get on and get on Instagram and Snapchat, showing how close they are to Nipsey Hussle, boy. And you know, OTR Live is fucking huge as shit. So it's not like you can fill OTR Live up. It's huge as hell, boy. If that didn't look like the most sad, saddest shit I've ever saw in my life, it was just like it, you. I'm not going to do an adequate job of describing it because it's you had to be there to see just the wave of thirsty ass niggas. Who wanted to look cool for the gram, run over to Nipsey Hussle. And then um after that, Pure Ball showed up, showed up to take some pictures in, the, in a in a suit, you know, showed up to take pictures of the suit, get us a good photo if op. If man actually gets elected, I would be surprised. Not because I didn't cast my vote for him. But because of the demographic of the district that he's in. Yes, one and two. I don't know. I don't know. Something about the way he campaigned was just funny to your girl. Speak of mine, sis. Nah, it's cool because y'all not gonna get on me. The nigga got my vote, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I was like, speak your mind, sis. Yeah, I just I don't think he did enough to when you're in, in these types of elections, especially these midterms. It's yes, you need to win the vote of the party that you're f- running for, but a part of your running campaign has to be reaching out and grabbing the votes of people who wouldn't necessarily the moderates, the quote unquote moderates. Right. And I don't think his campaign honestly did enough of that. But, but again, even if he did would like, I don't think there's very many moderates anymore in in, in our political structure. She's getting married. That's so cute. Because I think because after forty five got elected, I think like it really. Oh, we're back to calling him forty five. Forty five, um, whatever. After forty five got elected, um, it re- you is really hard to be a moderate because of the way the divisiveness of his policies and his rhetoric. It you you it was really hard to like. It's really it's really hard to just like stay on the fence, stay in the middle after that. You know what I mean? 
So I think there's not a lot of quote unquote moderates right now. It's like you got people who ride for him and people who want to see him get the fuck out of here. And there's very little middle ground. So, and also, and, and this is a little bit of a tangent, but you know, we're, we are recording this on election election night. So y'all, y'all be all right. Hopefully the results come in on, and by the time it's released, you know, we have some, some fucking hope. <laughs> but like, he was clerk of courts, maybe not even like last year. So, because I, I know who took his position. So, like going from cl- hey, Sandy, stop. Um, but going from clerk of court, I fucking hate you. Going from clerk of courts to Congress is a pretty big jump, right? Like it's a pretty big jump from clerk of courts to congressman in the U.S. House of Representatives. Yeah, and so. A lot of it's not expected for him to win because, spoiler alert, <laughs> the Hamilton County area is really fucking conservative. Like you, you. That's not no damn spoiler. People again, urban bubble. We talked about last week. People, people live in the city of Cincinnati and don't realize that you take if you go five miles up on seventy five or seventy one. That's fucking a deep red ass area. Like he's not expected to win. I hope he does win. I, I cast my vote. You know what I'm saying? I told him he had my support. I hope he does win. But I'm also I'm also honest. <laughs> but y'all male groupies gotta chill. And that's that was my that was my whole point. Y'all male groupies who are running over, pushing pushing women out the way. For a hotel? Cause that nigga is a hotel. Nigga, for any for any oh. for any male celebrity in general. Hotep, not hotep. But you out here. They were pushing women. Bro, like, pushing nigga, pushing people out the way, mad thirsty. Like, mad. It was like, I I have never felt shame for other people like I did. I was like, ah. Secondhand embarrassment. Secondhand embarrassment. That's what it is. But um, other than that, man, I mean, my mental, I mean, I'm working on my mental health. Uh, I found I found out my job, you know, has has employee assistant program, so I could finally get some of these sessions for the free because that was kind of a major uh, inhibitor to me going. It was was the cost of it and the prohibitive cost of it. Um, so I'm happy for that. Um, just just to kind of get myself right, get myself right mentally, um, because it's easy to get to a dark place. And I think this past maybe week or so. It's been really easy for me to get into that dark, that dark place of like just harboring anger, like not even sadness, it's anger. Like, and so understanding that is, um, I think, the first step in order to growing, in my opinion. Hmm. So. Go best friend. That's main best friend. All right. Okay. Now, first topic. First topic. For, I had it because. Um, I wanted to know what motivated you as far as like when it comes to like achieving your, your personal goals your, uh, or achieving your, the next level, the next step. Like what what intrinsically motivates you? Um, go ahead. Money. I want to see you some money. <laughs> that, that's, all right. That's it. Care to elaborate? <laughs> no, I'm making money, establishing money, stability of money, 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 money. Okay. All right. To answer my own question, I guess, I think disappointment motivates me more than anything. Like, I don't, if, if whenever I feel disappointed or whenever I feel robbed of something or that I, that I didn't get what I wanted, it motivates me to kind of go harder because I don't, I want to avoid that feeling again. Um, like disappointment. How's that working out for you? Um, it's a, it, it gives you energy. I will say this, and then the challenge is is being able to harness it in a in a in a, in a, in a manner that is effective. Um, so, because like, so for me, what, what, why why are you making that face? <laughs> you know the gift of the guy who's like making his face, and he's the battle rapper. Conceited. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
but like that's what motivates me. So like obviously wanting financial security, wanting financial stability, all of that. But I get I get motivated when shit doesn't go my way the first time. And so like it's a it's a mixture of like disappointment and revenge. Like revenge motivates me a lot. Like revenge on people who I feel like have wronged me. People or or like people have who have contributed to me not getting what I would necessarily want. I want revenge. You let revenge be part of your inspiration or what are we calling it? Motivation. Motivation. Revenge, disappointment. Because I want I it's like the I want to not feel those things again. Calvin, that's not healthy. Part of the reason I'm getting this therapy. But <laughs> Go ahead. It's part of the reason I'm like trying to get this therapy popping. Cause, as long as you know. But I mean it's like if I whenever I feel bad. Or whenever I feel down, whenever I feel disappointed, I want to avoid feeling that again. That's yeah, my motivation. It's okay for you to like base it off of that feeling and find motivation and not wanting to feel that way because you should always honor your feelings. But when you attach a person to the feeling is when you're going to find yourself stuck. So revenge is the act of attachment to the person while the... Can it be society? Because my revenge is not one person. Well, you, your revenge shouldn't be based off... Like, you shouldn't... Revenge is a negative characteristic as far as... So you shouldn't attach your motivation to revenge at all. So me wanting to shit on people... Yeah, it's actually it's, horrible. This whole, okay. this whole like, it's not just you that does it. It's a part not. of, like, people. It's like everybody who hops on their Instagram stories like, oh, you haters, fuck you. Like, who? Who exactly are your haters? I can Not point. You. I was like, you know me. I can. I got receipts. I can point them out. Oh <laughs> I don't say shit without evidence. You remember last week when we said like when your your destination goes where your attention grows. So if uh-huh. you like, I don't think a lot of people realize when you put yourself in the position of feeling wrong constantly. Or feeling like you have to prove something to someone, you're actually stunting your growth because it's not for self or for the prosperity of abundance, but now you're doing it for literally just to prove it to somebody else. I understand. My my viewpoint on that was, and so my viewpoint on that is, um, That's so cute. is trying to, I mean, so like the greatest people of all time have all had things like slights right or things that have driven them and kind of like when you want to give up when you want to kind of you know quit when you when you're tired when you when you're when you're over it what makes you get out of bed what makes you continue to fight it should be self but even but my viewpoint like your self like you like sometimes you need an extra boost. An extra boost. And so... Which for, is fair. And so, so for some people, it's, you know, the extra boost of, like, these people told me I couldn't do it. It shouldn't be, though. I think I disagree. The reason why I disagree is because as long as you're not taking the energy and trying to, like, just purely negatively affect them, but to be able to transform it into being able to positively affect yourself and others. So that's where you reside in the feeling that you felt. So it's not about like you gotta like get the person on your mind but how did that make, like literally sitting in a therapy session how did that make you feel? Blah 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 I don't want to feel like that. Okay so what do we do to make sure we don't feel like that? It's literally just basing it in feeling and not wanting to be there again. So yes. It's a practice of detachment. I could give you a book. Is it okay, yeah? Send me, send me all the, send me all the literature. Send you a book. I guess that's probably why I don't care when people like walk out of my life now because I'm like, all right, time. I, you know, you, and I'm not, and I'm not there. You're not. You know what it is? Is you get to a point, right? Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. Like there are some people because you know I talk to my friends about this, but you will never, ever, ever catch me. Like I don't get in arguments with people because I don't find it to be worth it. If you're going to be in my life, you'll be in my life. Well, if we're going to like get through a situation, we'll get through a situation. But if I have to inflict my voice to keep you here, then you don't need to be here. Is how I feel about it. And I don't like. I'm not. If it causes me strife and takes me away from my peace, 
I'm not going there with you. Now, does that mean I'm not going to sit there and have a conversation with my friends like this made me feel this way? Yes. But even then, I always have a stop to those conversations. And if it furthers from there, and I know this is privileged for me, like I take it to my therapist where she has like more words for me to like really work through a situation. This is also privileged because I know it took me years of getting to this point. But to backtracking it back to where you are, there's like the practice of detachment, right? This is a part of consciousness. You have to realize like, Ebb and flow, right? You mm-hmm. you apply that to people. Every, at some point, people will disappoint you because, well... At a lot of points. Because people are not perfect. <laughs> exactly. They're like, everyone is on their own life journey. So you're simultaneously the teacher and the student at all times, any situation you ever reach in life. So that's why you have to practice detachment. Just because somebody does something to you doesn't mean that it's actually to you, but it may be for you and where you're supposed to be in your life right now, right? So when you... When you experience people mm-hmm. and they and, fuck shit and they're fuck shit for lack of better words <laughs> right you have to decide that that's just fuck shit and then the lesson is that it's not through what you it's not the retaliation but the reaction to it right so that's where the lesson always lies and so so my lessons that i've been trying to figure out is like what about me makes it makes people think it's okay to give me fuck shit like, what am I exuding that says, hey, give this person bullshit? And so that's part of my examination. And so the examination that I have, because it's like, look, what about you is a, is a, is making these people think they can treat you any sort of way? And so I'm, that's the... So when I say like I, I, like I told somebody I was like I need I need to get back into like like I call it the dojo. It's like it's like this mindset of like okay, what are you exuding? Oh my goodness! You know who should listen to? Who? Abra Abraham Abraham Hicks. Okay. Abraham Hicks, and then oh my goodness. Okay, so it's oh, keep talking. I have to look this up. So I talk about like okay, so what am I exuding that makes people treat me like this? Um, and so, and so that's the first thing for me. It's like, all right, because I, I internally blame myself. I blame, like people are going to be shitty. That's just how people are. But what am I doing to make them think they can be shitty towards me or they can treat me in a way that I'm not, I don't want to be treated. What am I giving off? So, because I blame myself for a lot of things. Because I am a master of my fate. I'm the captain of my own soul. So, if I, if people are treating me like shit, what am I allow? What what am I messaging to make them think it's okay? That's the first thing. And so, once I you figure that out, that's the motivation. All right, we got to switch this shit off instantly because this shit ain't gonna be sustainable. You know how you just call it the dojo? Mm-hmm. So Abraham Hicks calls it the vortex, right? So you always want to, like, you're trying to remain in the vortex. Oh, my goodness. You should really get into Abraham Hicks. So to explain to you who Abraham Hicks is, there's Esther, and then it was her husband, Jerry. Esther passed away. All right, Peter, girl. Okay. Um, But Esther gets these, like, readings from Abraham. Abraham mm-hmm. is, like, basically their representation of the vortex. So they made all of their, like, money from, like, traveling the world, and they would have these conversations with people. And then it was, like, it grew, like, a lot of people, when you have situations like this, especially, like, when it involves people, you start thinking more, like, outside instead of inward, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're at the point where you're trying to, like, start thinking inward. But I think, like, the there's, like, there's a little friction there. Because, all right, so the friction is, and so, because I think inward, because I'm, I'm really good about if you if I feel like you've wronged me or I feel like I'm not going to be able to get what I need slash want from you I will not talk to you I don't have the time I don't Which have the energy bad I don't think it I don't think no it's bad I at absolutely all. don't think that's bad <laughs> I was like I don't like if you thought that like I don't think that's bad I, so I don't I I used to be that person who would try to fight and try to convince people no I ain't got the fucking time I ain't got the fucking time I ain't got the fucking energy and I don't ha- and I'm not gonna go and grovel to anyone about how I should be treated. So that's where, so I have no issues with removing those people from my life. It's just for me, I try to be forward thinking and been like, okay, how do we prevent the next person to think they can do the same bullshit? You can't do that. 
That's not you're not in the vortex or the dojo as you want to call it. Higher being whatever, whatever. you want to apply the title. You're not you're not thinking in the vortex because you're planning based off of what somebody else did, right? So if you meet somebody else and unfortunately if they do the same thing, it's literally just like bam, like we're here. What do I do? I don't talk to them. I separate myself. I keep moving on. I don't acknowledge it. I do blah, 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 blah. I honor my feelings in the in the time that they show up. And then you just keep going. I think a lot of times when we deal with people, we think, like, it's a pattern, people, right? I could easily apply this to my relationship, like, re- or relationships as far as guys go. Like, if you would have talked to me, like, a couple of years ago, I'm like, well, how come I keep meeting guys and I can't build this relationship with them, or I get to this amount of time with them, and then I feel like I'm at the same place. That's the same ideology that you feel based off of, like, one person to the next person. And then eventually you're dating these people, and you're like, all right, like, this has nothing to do with me. Or maybe it does. And if it does, like, with the next person, I will experience that. And then once, even if you do have to experience that lesson over and over, what happens is eventually the way you react to it changes, right? And then next thing you know, the pattern of feeling like that same lesson is being presented to you is no longer there. So it's not about avoiding the lesson as much as it is repeating the same reaction. See, I know that's frustrating because I don't want to learn. I don't want to see. I don't want to make the same mistakes. And so it's not the same mistakes as far as like. It's not the same mistake unless you react to it the same in all honesty, especially with people like the thing about people is like. I know you've heard this quote before, like, Mm -hmm. until you learn the lesson, you're going to keep meeting the same person, different body. Yeah, the same lesson and different, yeah. So And each time the lesson's going to get a little bit harder unless you change how you react to it. Or you could, okay, maybe we're we're saying different things that mean the same thing. So I say don't make the same mistake twice, so that's why I, I go in, figure out what happened. And change and change my moves, mm-hmm. change how I move. Deep breath, stuff. Deep breath. Um, Bitch, who the fuck made birth control, and for the fuck, why? Um, people who don't want you to get pregnant. That's who made it. Cause people didn't want condoms, but they also didn't want babies. So they figured it out from there. You gotta crack that door open. Uh, but so. You talk about, like, you know, you will receive the same lesson until you react different. I'm trying to proactively move so I don't receive the same lesson. Because so, cause it's like, if, if, if life is a choose-your-own-adventure type shit. Uh, there's, it's partially choose, partially destiny. If life is a partial, you know, if, if there's free will. But, I don't, like, when you're actively, like, here's in, the thing. In the shits, like. Here's another part of it, though. When you go to the universe and say, I don't want this, what have you told the universe that you do want? I I communicate what I want very well. All right. So that's the only thing is, like, when you are communicating with the universe and your ancestors, oh, wow, hippie stuff is coming back. She's in her mojo. Anyways, when you communicate with the universe, you can... You have to constantly be from a what I want space, not what I don't want space. Mm-hmm. So because as soon as you tell the universe what you don't want, that is literally ancestors are petty. That's all they listen to. Right. So when even when you say, like, how do I avoid this? Literally, you're not going to avoid it because it's going to keep coming up because you've already stated. How do I avoid this? So the universe, the way it works is. I've heard you don't want this, so I'm actually going to give it to you because that's exactly what you're saying you need. Yes, that is confusing. That fuck, fucking makes zero sense. Did it doesn't. Ancestors- it does not not make sense, but it is a difficult lesson because it's when you it's coming out of the vortex. So when you come out of the vortex and you even state things that you don't want, that's exactly what's going to come up because you're not doing enough to like counteract what you do want. Like as soon as you focus on the negative, you've heard this before. You like that's mm-hmm. what tends to manifest, right? Yeah, and so. It's hard to focus on. It's hard not it to is. focus on negative. It's super hard. Because the positive will whisper to you, the negative will yell at you. And, like, the positive will tap you on your shoulder, the negative will smack you in the face. Which one are you going to pay attention to? So it's like, it's draining yourself, I guess, to ignore, like, turn the other cheek from getting smacked in the face of a negative to be able to focus on the positive. And so 
that's easier said than done, obviously. It is easier said than done. And so... Not impossible. Just easier said than done. Uh, yeah. So it's like... And so, again, for me, I'm always... I don't... I'm always going to be... try. I'm going to try to be as self-sufficient as humanly possible. Blame the only child in me, right? Like, I'm like, if I can figure this shit out myself and I can get out the mud myself and I can do this shit myself, I'm going to do this shit myself. I don't like asking for help. I don't like asking people for a damn thing. You should listen to my Leaks podcast... This is the, the episode she did was on how to ask people for help. You might benefit from that one, too. I, I just feel like... I, you ask people from, to, I ask people for help when they don't hold it over your fucking head afterwards. But, okay, but, like, you... How many people are you holding that to, like, them holding it over your head? But then, like, that's that's the same thing where you're, like... I guess that's the avoidance you're trying to say. Like, you res, you resist asking people for help yeah. to avoid them holding it over your head but then the lesson isn't them holding it it's how you react to it if you need their help oh. you need their help though I prefer okay and, and you we talk about avoidance right like again I, I, I try to be proactive instead of reactive instead of reacting to a, fuck up, a fucked up situation I try to prevent myself from getting into said fucked up situation that's how, I'm, that's how I've always moved I'd rather not get into some shit that is going to negatively affect me rather than figure out how I'm going to react once I'm in that sh- situation. That's that's always been my philosophy. And so that's where I'm at now. And so we talk about in, in the vortex or the dojo or, you know, whatever. How can we be proactive in how you move, how you act, and how you carry yourself and so that we don't get that same lesson? anymore but so you're it sounds like and correct me if i'm wrong but you're telling me no matter how proactive or i I try to be i'm gonna keep getting that same shit until i react different but i don't want to react to that situation at all because i don't want the shit unfortunately it is probably gonna keep coming up though until you learn how to react differently (laughs) the universe don't want me to react differently because honestly the way I react outwardly is pretty good compared to what I could do. I could just start cussing everybody out. That's reacting differently. I'm trying to be a good person. I could be a bad person. Just start cussing everybody out and just taking it out on everyone. That's reacting differently. I'm trying to avoid that. So the universe, please, 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 if you're listening, do not make me become that person. I don't want to become that person. But... If I got to, I got to. Shit. But we've already talked about how you you constantly say you have a chip on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 the action and, and it continues to grow. Even when I try to get the shit off of me, it comes back like a damn boomerang. I try. I try to get. The sh- I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I try to be this calm, cool, collected individual. I try. I really try. But people don't respect that. <laughs> and so I revert back to what people respect. <laughs> it is what it is. Because people people don't learn. People don't learn the way you want them to. They learn the way they learn. And in this society, they learn a certain way. They only learn when 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 you however you react negatively affects them that's all that's the only way they get that shit through their head they don't get the shit through your head when you just turn the other cheek and keep moving why do you feel like why do i feel like what you said they don't get through your shit through your head when you turn the cheek and because because no my question was was why do you feel like you have to make them understand it because i don't want other people I don't want them to treat other people the same way they treat me. I, I want, like, we talk about, like, improving. Like, I want them to understand. You only got to improve yourself, not other people. No. But maybe that's, maybe that's some different philosophies, right, as far as, like, impact. But we talked about this last week. Like, I, and I want to I leave this place better than when I came in. And so some of it is teaching other people. On how to be a better person, you told me you, 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 you ain't gotta teach hard-headed people. You tell me this all the time when when we talk about like like teach like. No, I get it, but like there's like there's I even say this all the time. Like even now, I'm like I'm not I'm not sitting there and having arguments with men who just want to like hear themselves speak. I don't do that anymore. Like I don't I'm not talking to men who just want to be right 
why that's a waste of my time when I can fo- put my focus elsewhere. And if I'm really about the advancement of women's rights, why would I have a conversation with men trying to prove to you that women should have rights when I can fight for making sure women do have rights? Like, that's the shift. So, like, when you have issues with people, right, and you're saying, like, well, I wouldn't want them to do that to other people. Like, yeah, we don't want them to do that to other people. But at the end of the day, they always tell you, put your oxygen mask on before you go helping other people. And if somehow trying to get somebody to understand where you're coming from is going to put you through strife or take you away from your peace, that's not a lesson for you to teach them. That's for the, somebody else or the world to teach them. Like, you shouldn't put that on yourself because then you end up with this chip on your shoulder feeling like, well, why would they do that and why would they do that to other people? Eventually, you got to look at other people and, like, who you are is who you choose to be where you are is where you're meant to be who I am and where I choose to be is for me and I'm going to continue to serve me understood it's, it still feels good to shit on people though <laughs> but we're we going to work on that <laughs> That's what I'm still, listen there's winners and losers in life man I ain't trying to be one of them losers yeah, but if you don't be a winner you don't even like you don't have to shit on people to be a winner you just be a winner like you just have you know, you want to shit on people? Like, it doesn't even have to be, like, you know, making sure they see it or something. I promise you, if somebody ever does you wrong, this is why, like, if I truly don't believe I'm wrong in a situation, I'm not double back arguing with you, apologizing to you, or trying to make you, like, be present. Because if you want to be in my life and you want to know what's happening here, I don't even have to check on you to know if you will. Because you'll always double back. You'll always check in on me. You'll always want to know what's going on in my life. Because you've decided to create this whatever issue we have and you are going to want to keep it up and you are going to want to always know what I've got going on. Whether or not you figure it out is whether or not I give you the space to do it. I don't have to go out of my way to make sure that you see it because if I'm shitting on you, I don't have to like show you I am. I just will be and you will know because you're going to want to keep up with me. It's not going to be the other way around. Ever. Okay, I think, yeah, like what you're saying that's what my but idea I is. I wouldn't necessarily call it shitting on people, but it's just like the best revenge is success. I understand the best. No, nah, I don't believe, but I don't believe in that. I don't believe, like, I personally don't believe, like, I just don't, I don't care. Like, I don't know. I guess, like, in my brain, I just don't care. Like, if somebody wants to keep up with me, they're going to want to keep up with me because they already created the issue, but I'm not going to, like, my brain will never move in the way to, like, oh, I wonder if, because that's the chip. The chip is the I wonder. I'm never going to wonder about you. Either you're here or you're not. And you probably still here because you probably care more than I do. And so that's the that's the nonchalantness in you. And so I think for me, I don't have that same level of nonchalantness. I grew to this, though. But like a lot of the things I talk about, like the Vortex, Abraham Hicks, learning meditation, certain people I follow and like the teachings that they teach me. Buddhism, a lot of books have gotten me to the place where I can just be like, meh. And it's not that I don't care about people because the people I care about, I care about a lot. That's the Scorpio in me. I am a loyal by fault person. But when loyalty don't work no more, then you got to go. And it used to be the fight and keep people in my life thing, but now it don't matter. And I think a part of that was once I stopped, like, trying to force the situations of how, like, I should react to people or what I think should happen with people is when I realized, like, a lot of the people that I didn't argue with or didn't cause more friction on top of whatever they decided are the ones that would double back and re-enter my life or the ones that would, like, they they would come back and they would say whatever. I told you how earlier this year, like, it was just randomly, like, for two weeks, all my exes, like, randomly just started um, texting yeah. me and apologizing. That shit ha- that flows to me. I don't have to cause it. I don't have to think about it. Like, that shit flows to me. But that's how I react to all people now. Like, if you're going to be here, let's be here. If we have to work on things, we can work on things. Two present people can work on things. But if it calls me to do too much to make sure you're still... Bye. I wish you well. I would never wish bad on a person. I wish you well. But for me, I'm doing me. me over here. <laughs> Hey, I got too much. I got. I mean, I already know I got too much pride. I'm a prideful individual. I think that's 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 the Capricorn in me. I'm, I got pride. I'm a Capricorn rising. I got pride in me too. It's just I, 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 I have to figure out the rising. It's a little bit different though. Yeah, know? and so like I got so I got pride. So like for for example, like I'll never go back to an ex. Like if I'll never like seek out like baby, please no no. Even if I fucked up, no. 
Like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna eat that. I'm gonna eat that. I mean, if I fucked up and I and I lost out on you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat that. I ain't gonna come back to you. If if you, if, if you come back to me, this is I ain't gonna come back to you. Every ex that I've ever double backed on came back to me. I don't, I don't like I don't do that shit because I got too much pride. You did double back, right? Like if you if you allow somebody back in your life, they 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 initiated it. I I will never initiate. Uh, a double bag. But even then, like, if you enter, it's like, say somebody comes back and apologizes to you too, right? It, at that point, you have to decide, like, what happened in our past is a thing of our past. Mm-hmm. What is in our present now is, like, the relationship. Like, you're literally, if you allow somebody to apologize and reenter your life, you're starting over in clean state, basically like strangers. You trick your brain and you are strangers. But as soon as you are bringing up anything of the past, I don't bring. I that's don't not bring when it's. It's like it's not going to work. I don't listen. If I, I don't bring up shit, but I don't bring up shit, so I don't, I'm not going to be like, well, remember that? No, I'm not going to hold. I don't get. That's why I get mad when people do it to me because I don't do it to them. I don't hold shit over people's heads. But there's a reason. There's there's a reason that most sequels are worse than the original, because like you and I think and it, this took a lot of growth for me. Is like, do you miss a person, or do you just miss what you did with them, or you miss how you felt with that person? You know, because the easiest if the, way. I'm sorry. Because I'm sorry, and because we, we, I feel like a lot of times as a society, we we romanticize a lot the past, and we remember the good times that we've had with whoever or whatever. Like that's why oh, that's nostalgia still sells. How many fucking remakes and sequels and spinoffs have they made of like all of the eighties and nineties intellectual property they could find? Because nostalgia still sells. That's we true. That about that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but, they're selling nostalgia to us on purpose, so we lived in a warped idea of what things are supposed to be instead of like what things are where they are. And so, and so, because we romanticize past connections and relationships too we 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 generally remember the good not necessarily the bad so it took growth for me to understand like okay do you actually miss this person or do you just miss how you felt when you did x y and z with this person yo there's another podcast i listen to hey friend hey and she one time she had her ex on there and she was talking about it and she said you know it took me a while to get over she actually had an interview with her ex and she was asking him like what finally made you get over me and he said all the things you used to do for me i started doing for myself literally if you apply that to like anyone in your life it makes shit 10 times easier getting over people. yeah and, and so I, i'm also a, when it comes to getting over people i'm a huge out of sight out of mind type of person like i don't want to see you i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to I'll, like I'll block, I'll mute, I'll unfollow. If you know, if if we even are following each other, I'll delete your number, I'll delete the text for it. I don't want to see you because that's how I get over people. It's out of sight, out of mind. Because okay, boom, that happened. It's no longer viable. It's no longer here. Let's let let's go on with our, let's go on with normal. Let's let's find a new normal and go from there. That's how I do it. And but and so that's kind of like my whole thing. So it's like I have a lot of pride. And if I feel like, and I if I feel embarrassed by somebody, or if I feel like someone is intentionally trying to, you know, do some shady shit, I react a certain way. Now, old me would have blown up at that person, loud, verbal, real aggressive. New me still reacts, but new me, I smile, uh, you know. And then the entire time while, you, while, while while I'm figuring this shit out, I'm like, I'll never speak to this person ever again. I mean, I'm not I'm talking about like I'm not going to tell you I'm never speaking to you again. It's just like whatever conversation that we're having that I finally figure everything out. That'll be the last conversation we have. I don't I, I don't do the grand announcements as far as like, oh. I'm not going to talk to you ever again or, oh, delete my... You no. never do a grand I never... No, I don't do and this most shit. Most of the times when people do them grand announcements... It's for they attention. End up, and they end up right back there. It's for attention. Like, if like if if me and my girl break up, I'm not going to make this whole grand... I'm not going to make a grand announcement. If I'm going through some bullshit, I don't make grand announcements. I may ask the people in my circle, like, look, pray for me, pray to the ancestors, pray to, pray to God, wish me luck if you're not religious, whatever the case might be, I need that. I'm not gonna. I don't do that shit. I don't do grand announcement. I don't do that shit. So like, if if I feel like you want some fuck shit, the conversation where I feel like you're on some fuck shit will be the last conversation we have, and you will, and, and and it'll be just that. 
because that's that's how I that's how I'm able to try to limit this chip on my shoulder is to try to go through my life with a damn weed whacker and 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 delete everybody who's not fucking useful. That's how I do shit. You know, I'm sorry, working on that chip like on shoulder. We could talk about it every week. It, it depends. It might make for good content. Who we'll figure the shit out? <laughs> um. So I was gonna talk about some other shit, but we it's hot. Neither one of us <laughs> is hot. The nigga wants some wings now. Um. So I'm gonna ask you one question. I'm gonna ask you. Maybe maybe you're the wrong person because you don't want to get married. But it's like celibacy or like quote unquote waiting for marriage. Is that reason- celibacy before? But is is that reasonable in today's society? Yeah. To okay, and so how long is this person? How long were you celibate? Four months. Okay. And I include masturbation because that counts. So no masturbation for months as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Clarity. I say everyone should try it. I see. That's what I should. Well, it's been it's been five months. Well, I mean, it's, uh, I is it is the clarity better than post night clarity? Mm-hmm. It's a matter of restraint. Mm-hmm. It's different. Post-nut clarity. That's easy. You're like falling I'm, I'm, into your temptations. I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm talking like I'm talking like I because everybody, at least every man, the post-nut clarity. You will think, boy, it, and women. I'm, I'm sure women. Women have this too, right? Whereas, like after that, it's like. Let's you, be honest. That's something we made up. Honestly, is it? Yes, it's something we I don't, made up. But there has to be something to explain that phenomenon. Yeah, there's something to orgasming, and it gives you a new. Might have thought, but what we really, what what really is post nut clarity versus what we say is post nut clarity? That what we say is made up, but what it really is, there is something to it. Um, however, you can receive the same thing by resisting your urge too. I also think there's more to it if you do resist your urge versus playing into it because that's easier. Um, but I have a friend who is waiting till marriage. How's that going for her? Easy. She has a boyfriend there, happily in love, and what else? On on track to get married and just yeah, that's what she wants. And okay, with no sex. No sex. Okay, so the reason why I ask is because she's open about it too. It's not like it's like oh, no, oh I don't tell anybody. No, no, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like it, she will literally like if somebody were like let's have a conversation about this, she would gladly have the conversation. And so, about it. so I have a friend who. Is also like waiting for marriage as a, like a pure, pure virgin, um, and like she's like she's she's enlisted me in in finding her a, a cuddle buddy, and so she tells me what she wants, and she like all of these different things. Do and I know this person? I doubt it. I I doubt it. Cause y'all don't run in similar circles. And she's like a little bit. She's a little newer to Yari. I put it like this: I've never seen y'all two in the same place when y'all as out. So um, she runs through all of her the list of the list of things that she's looking for in a mate. You know, has to be just like six three because she's tall. She wants somebody taller than her. You know, muscular build, smart, attractive, like you know, you know, can lift whatever, and also. Has to be okay with not getting sex, and so I so I tell her like, look, and, uh, be patient because also this is this is what she's like, super afraid of like shooting shots, right? Of getting what she of like telling men that she likes like super afraid of rejection, which I understand, I get it. And so I'm like, look, what you're asking for me, I call I call I call this hypothetical man, but she's asking for a unicorn. No, he's not. <laughs> And so it's like, <laughs> like and you and like you want me to Amazon Prime a unicorn, and so I'm, I'm asked because it's like I look at it as like I don't know if I don't know if any one man will have all that she's looking for. Yeah, they will. She told me about one that she that hit every box, but that person who hit every box didn't want her. I was like, damn. I was like, fuck. But it's like. I don't know. And you, and you always talk about, like, the law of attraction, right? Like, If that's what you want, you'll find it. 
I just and I just I don't know. I think it it falls into the popcorn society we live in because mm-hmm. what you want doesn't mean it's just coming. What you might like, you can want that now. It might not come ten years from now, but that doesn't mean it's not coming. Literally, once you put something out in the universe and say that it's yours, as long as you keep keep on the same the vortex of it, it will literally come to you. I think like when we do the, like, especially when it comes to manifesting people into our lives. Um, we put it on our own timelines, and what? that's where we we get messed up. But what she wants, she can have. The, like, putting men on a pedestal and thinking, like, they can't, like, you can't find a man who doesn't want to have sex. Like, I'm not doing that. You can find a man who will wait and have to not have sex. Like, you you can find it. It's easy. I don't think it's easy. I think it's I available. Think it's I don't think it's, I think, so I look I at it. I don't really think a lot of things are hard when it comes to men, so... We were almost out for words. I mean, it's... We were almost there. I just feel like when it comes to people, especially dating, because, like, just like we were saying earlier, like, people are going to upset you. Like, as soon as you stop thinking about the fact that people are going to upset you, the easier it comes. Like, it's so easy to find exactly what you're looking for out here as long as you don't get caught up on the one who did you wrong or the couple that did you wrong. Because as soon as you get over that hump... There's going to be 500 more. Like, you just can't get caught up in that. I think I think the key thing for you is time, right? You said, yeah. Like, and I, I think also, Shorty seems impatient. Well, then that's where she's going to get stumped. If she's going <sighs> to stick to being impatient, then yeah. And so it's just like, because it's like, because she, she asked me for this. She requested this for me. Um, maybe we can have a go. And I was like, look, I told her, I was like, be patient. Like, this is what you're asking for. It doesn't just come in like, it's not... Like, give me time. It can. Give me time. Like, all, all of the qualifications that she wants. It can. <laughs> if you give me time. <laughs> like, I was like, you got to. And, and then she was like, and so and I, just, I just saw her before I came to the studio. And she was just like, oh, where my man? And I was like, girl, it's a week. Like, you could be patient. Like, I'm, allow me to comb through the, the, the people that I know. And, like, delete 75% of them who are walking away from marriage. I just feel like when people have, like, stipulations like that in their dating life, though, like, you can't rely on another person to, like, hook and, you up with that person. You have to I find said. the confidence in yourself to go out. Like, literally, I just said I hit on one dude. He told me he had a fiance. He was fine. Whatever. Hit on another dude on Saturday. He totally curved me for one of my homegirls. It happens, but if it, like you got to get over that, like you and, can't and, and keep that's, thinking and, like. And, and that's and that's what I and mind you, this is why I told her. I was like, look, I was like, I was like, you, I was like, be patient. In my mirror. I was like, be patient because I was like, you're not gonna go out and find them, so be patient. And she needs to. I I just feel like somebody like her needs to go do it herself. Cause like, yeah, uh, we're in agreement because this is. I'm like, if you expected me to do it. Be patient. You can go out there and get it yourself easily. But she also, she also, that she had that traditional, like, that if a man really wants you, he'll, he'll make the first move and he'll, he'll let you know. So you ain't got to do nothing type of thing. Girls, 2018, you, first of all, I'm not waiting on a man to tell me what he wants. I'm telling you what I want up front. And if you either fall in line of that or you don't, because there's always going to be another one. Ooh, I just I wish more people had like that that type of confidence. Like, I, I, what I said, what I said to her about, it, I was like, look, I was like, if you're waiting for somebody to like shoot your shot, you're limited to the people who have who that. Actually, will say something. But if it. you shoot your own shot, your 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 pool is is limitless. In reality, like, uh, uh, I don't. Uh, mm. Go ahead. In reality, men are just as afraid to shoot their shot as women are. I can throw up right now. It's, it doesn't take that much to be a decent person. <laughs> but not like, and, and again, I was like, look, like, you, fear of rejection is not limited to, to, to men or women. Like, like every, most people have some sort of fear of that. It's just... You know, as you would say, the patriarchal society, men have to get over it. Women don't. That's really the only difference. <laughs> so, girl, and she and she listens, so she'll hear this. If you don't go out there and shoot your fucking shot and stop playing it these reindeer hard, games. It's hard, though. Don't even, like, it's, it's hard, it, but, like. It's hard, if yes. If you honestly feel like it's really hard for you to 
to approach somebody else, I would say spend more time figuring out what it will take for you. That feeling thing we keep talking about. Fucking feelings. The feel, like, what is it going to be take for you to feel like it'll be okay for you to go up to somebody and, and not care of the outcome? And the reason why I say she in particular should shoot her shot is because she has all of these different things that she is looking for in a potential partner. Not to say that you can't get it, because I honestly feel like she can. It's not that hard. I'm not. It's, it's, but it makes but it makes it easier when you go out and get it yourself instead of waiting for this particular I will person. Say the thing that most people need to like do when it comes to dating though is like upfront tell people what you are and you aren't looking for. I think like that like earlier this year I remember well my crush he is like earlier this year like him and I started talking or whatever and he was like I don't want to be in no damn relationship. I can't fault him for saying, like, at that point, he literally left it in my hands. Like, is this something I'm going to deal with it or it's not? The the problem with society, not you, because we know how you and me move. The problem with society is they'll hear that and then think, I can, I can, yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like, I am not that girl. Like, oh, like, he, like he, he'll, he, if I do X, Y, and Z, he'll want a relationship. I think my problem is actually like who you present and who exactly I'm taking you as change my mind I'm like one of those people at that table change my mind I ain't never gonna boy you could if you had one of those booths you couldn't pay me to do boy I would I would be the most I would you would not want to like market around me I'm like no fuck you go eat it like go bye but no, like that's and that's the only thing and that's why this whole podcast is like we encourage people to get what they want in life and so like if you have a a detailed picture of what you want it's on you to go get it because I don't be, I, like we talk the universe will re, will reward people but at the same time who, though if you waiting on somebody to like come up and say something to you and approach you how you want to be approached it can happen too but just know you need to add time to that that's that's it and that's all well any final thoughts before Can we wrap up go get some chicken wings Let's see if OTR lasts still, Basil. I don't know. They may they may have ran out, but um, again, we're, by the time this releases, hopefully the results ha- have it's been. It's not looking good for your boy after. I, I told you it wasn't going to look good for that boy. It's fifty one. It's forty seven. Um, but hopefully the results. I hate him. But hopefully the results come in in a manner that if it steals from the government, acceptable. Which I thought it was so funny, like part of Shabbat's um, uh, majority of his campaign was campaign about was, was about like saying that Aftab was stealing from the government, but motherfucking Shabbat literally steals from the government. And he has more access to money. Listen, the whites, ho- the whites are gonna send me into an early grave as long as I don't leave children behind. Again, hopefully, hopefully, those who listened did their active duty and voted on Tuesday. And if and if you didn't vote, I don't give a flying fuck. Like, stop shaming people. Like, no. Well, I did hear people said don't shame people into voting. I see your viewpoint, but also at the same time, like, I just feel like you should. Like, more so, the people who don't who like get on my nerves with that are the ones who will be like vacate the vote. Those are the ones I'm concerned about because it's like you vacate the vote, but you don't volunteer your time to change anything. So what? Like I'm just supposed to vacate and then vacate? So there's a there's a for me, and then we'll we'll wrap up. For me is there's the difference between both people who can't because they're disenfranchised and those who won't just learn about politics and, and, and votes. And so like because I look because I I asked a poll like what's what's worse, blindly voting, so voting without being informed, or not voting at all? Not voting at all. And so 63 percent said not voting at all. And so for me. Like, for me, if you're if it's so easy at this point to get informed that if you choose to not vote because you're not informed, that that signifies laziness to me because you just don't want to get informed. It's in 2018. There's so many resources to be able to look up every single. I know I gave all of them to y'all on my Instagram at least once a day. Every single person who's on the ballot and every single amendment that's on the ballot. In the snap, in like the snap of your fingers. So you're telling me you're not voting because you're informed me that you were too lazy to give a fuck and actually do that shit. That's what that's what bothers me. Those who can't vote because they've been disenfranchised or their vote has been suppressed, I I get it. But those who have the ability to vote and choose not to because oh I'm not informed or uh, I don't 
that's how we got into this mess. We got into this mess by people blindly voting for 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 a Republican and people not voting and not giving a fuck. But we've been on this kind of rampage for about three weeks now. And by the time this releases, the, election, the midterm election has would have been over. But for those, I also understand that, like, voting is the least that you can do as far as civic duty, as far as to making sure that your voice and your actions and your message is heard. So don't let don't let your activism stop at the, at the ballot box if, if you really about that life. But <laughs> that's it. That's all. I want to see pictures from Aftap Pureval's wedding. Where are they? I don't. Google. Google. We'll have them for you. Um, so again, a cute wedding. communicate with us using the hashtag shoot your shot pod or the hashtag potting. Um, screenshot us. Screenshot you listening to us. We appreciate it. Um, our social media is in the description below. Um, thank you for listening to us as always. Signing off. It's your boy C. Diddy. Stephanie, who's scrolling through Aptab's wedding photos. Nope. Trying to find them still. Bye. Bye. And I feel so damn lucky To have you on my A second shift production, production.